0: You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing the basics of in-office whitening and how it is good for your bottom line. Our guest today is Dr. Gerard Kugel, an Associate Dean for Research and Professor of Comprehensive Care at Tufts University School of Dental Medicine. Dr. Kugel has published over 120 articles and over 300 abstracts in the field of restorative materials and techniques. He lectures both nationally and internationally, and is part of a group practice, the Trinity Dental Center, located in Back Bay, Boston.
1: Dr. Kugel, it's a great pleasure to have you on the show. Phil, thanks for inviting me, and it's a pleasure to be on the show.
0: So we're very happy to have people with your kind of expertise. We have a large listening base out there, and uh, they've been consuming these podcasts regularly, so this is going to be a good one. Um, We're going to be talking, as I mentioned, about whitening. And let's begin with my first question, which is based on your background in whitening, Um, and the research that you've done, coupled with an active dental practice in downtown Boston, why do you think patients are asking for whitening services more now than they ever have done before?
1: That's funny, Phil. It is more than ever before. Well, I think part of it is is exposure. I mean, social media, um, on my Facebook, I'm constantly getting different whitening companies popping up with options for whitening. So I think part of it is that, that people are seeing it more. Um, They're inundated uh, on TV with ads. They... Um, are in the store looking at what used to be a toothbrush or a toothpaste section. That's now 50% whitening toothpaste. We have the over-the-counter explosion where now they can get whitening uh, in the, uh, on their own without dentist, but I still recommend that they go through a dental uh, office for that uh, for the most part. So it is an interesting time uh, to be in the whitening area, and as a matter of fact, it's affected us so much because in the old days, and you may remember when we wanted teeth to look natural and translucent and all that good stuff, and now what I'm finding is people wanting monochromatic white teeth because they're so used to seeing so many patients and so many of their friends and colleagues with white teeth. So it's, it's a good thing um, for us as a profession, and I'm, I guess I'm happy they're doing it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was a crazy, crazy whitening fad going on back when. What was that, 15 years ago when it really started?
1: Uh-huh. It kind of exploded. I, I would actually think the over-the-counter and when the strips came out and uh, people started just basically lining up. And we're still getting those patients and they're doing touch-ups. We're getting new patients coming in. But, yeah, you're right. There was an explosion. Um, and it has not died as much as it has expanded in terms of the number of products available and options.
0: Right. And also demographically, the you know, you've got the older aging population <laughs> with, with teeth that are obviously the enamel is becoming more translucent and you can see the yellow or dentin beneath that. How do you decide if in-office whitening is best for a patient uh, versus those products that are available retail?
1: The the in-office whitening for me and my patients, very often it's speed, convenience. Uh, I'm in a practice in Boston that's across from Copley Place. We're on Huntington Ave. And it's a – relatively high in practice so my patients are busy professionals many of them do not want to take the time uh to use a tray and not that trays don't work they they're great uh but they want it quick you know and we're in a society now where people want things fast this younger generation they don't want to wait if their computer takes a half a second to turn on they're frustrated uh, if the podcast doesn't last long and exciting they shut it off so uh, i think also the wow factor They want in-office whitening because they want to sit there for an hour, look in the mirror and say, wow, I look better. Um, So I think part of the in-office whitening, a craze, if you want to call it that, people want it because it's this whole new trend that we're in. Things have changed. The the world is different than it used to be. Nobody wants to wait. Um, And a lot of my patients don't have the time to do a week or two of whitening an hour or overnight, depending, per day. They just want to get it done. So the in-office whitening that you provide is one visit? It's so a one-visit whitening. So usually what we do, we use the uh, Philips Zoom whitening system, which, which we've done a lot with, I've worked with for years. Uh, we also do tray whitening, take-home whitening, and then often a combination of the two. Um, <clears throat> I had a patient in yesterday who I had done a bunch of implant crowns on, had done some anterior crowns, but her lower anteriors were yellow, she couldn't afford, nor did she want to do treatment on those, nor should she, when I could whiten her. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what I did was we did a Zoom whitening chair side for her. She already had trays because she had done some whitening a few years earlier. We gave her some gel and we did what would be the day white gel, which is a hydrogen peroxide one hour. Told her to wait a couple of days, do a few days of touch up. But what was great about it is she had spent a lot of money in my practice. And when she looked in that mirror, she literally said, wow. And uh, it was a pretty dramatic effect. So um, that's a great thing for us to uh, be able to do for patients. And I, I love it.
0: Yeah. So that's that instant gratification that you just gave that patient, which falls into that uh, kind of millennial way of thinking. Um, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is prevailing through our society and all sorts of things, not only dentistry, technology, oh, yeah. everything.
1: Um, so even even in education and you deal with education. Yes, uh, they,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, yeah, they, they, they don 't want to sit through the long lectures that we 're used to giving, and I lecture to demo students all the time. The millennials, the younger kids, yeah, they do not want to wait for this stuff, and I guess I give them credit at some level. It can be frustrating at another level
0: yeah well they 're yeah, they're used to growing up with it and um, that's that 's the way it is but um the in your opinion getting getting back to the retail stuff, do mm-hmm. whitening toothpaste actually work,
1: or is that is that a racket well it depends on how you define work um, I've done a lot in this area for a number of reasons um, some for the federal government some not uh, looking at claims on whitening toothpaste so when I say how do you define work in reality two to four shade changes is what is the best you're going to get from the best tooth whitening toothpaste problem is its contact time and concentration <clears throat> excuse me you you can only get that toothpaste in contact with the tooth for a certain period of time so it's time and concentration. So if it has a peroxide component, which it really would have to, to be a whitening paste, it has to have a certain amount of contact time. And you and I both know when people brush their teeth, they're not putting in contact with that tooth for an extended period. Mm-hmm. So whitening claims are for toothpaste are pretty weak. So you'll see products will say up to four shade changes. Well, up to four change ages shade changes means exactly that. Many of their patients had two shades, some went up to four, but they can claim up to four shade changes. So I guess my answer is, yes, there's a benefit. Is the benefit comparable to in office whitening or a tray system that you would take home with you? No, it's mm-hmm. not. So for some people, maybe for maintenance, I mean, we did a study years ago actually using a Sonicare toothbrush with just straight toothpaste versus uh, no Sonicare. And we found that simply just keeping your teeth clean and making sure plaque doesn't build up, can whiten your teeth or keep them whiter. Even using a, a plaque removing paste can drop you two shades. Right. So yeah, they work, but not very much, uh, not even close, I guess, to what you'd get with a peroxide tray or an in-office whitening like with the Zoom system.
0: Right. So maybe as an adjunct, you recommend it. But on the other hand, other toothpaste that aren't even claiming to be whitening toothpaste can accomplish similar clinical benefits.
1: Yeah, you're right. You hit it right on the nose. And, and what's funny, when people come into my office, we have a busy practice. We, we have 15 docs that work in my office. Wow. And we, yeah, we, we see a lot of patients. I have a lot of patients come in and say, oh, doc, I'm, I've been using that whitening toothpaste. My teeth look whiter, don't they? I never tell them they don't look whiter because, <laughs> you know, I don't want to make them feel bad. But there are times I'm looking at their teeth thinking, no, your teeth don't look that much whiter. <laughs> but if you think they do, then I'm fine with it. So, uh, yeah, I don't discourage the toothpaste whitening stuff. I just make people aware of the fact they're not going to see a dramatic change.
0: Okay, so what would you say are the top three reasons why you prefer in-office whitening?
1: Well, I'll tell you. One I already mentioned is the wow factor. Um, I will also tell you compliance. Compliance because patients, they don't wear their trays. Um, if you give them a tray and you tell some of my patients wear it for, you know, it's going to be seven to ten days, I'm lucky if they wear it three days. Um, some people just don't want to wear a tray. They're gaggers. Um, I do a lot of whitening after I do crown and bridge so for me the nice benefit is I do the crowns or the veneers on the upper they don't want to nor do I feel like I said earlier prepping their lowers I'll get them in the chair and say you know what this is on us my gift to you we're gonna whiten your lower teeth and we're gonna do it in the chair and they think that's a big deal and it is Mm -hmm. and we courtesy them the fee so um, again and also I have a little bit of control. When I do an in-office whitening, um, we use uh, like release ACP, amorphous calcium phosphate, fluoride. I can also prepare them for the whitening by a desensitizing toothpaste, giving them a desensitizing gel. So in a weird in a funny way, I can control any adverse events by doing a cheriside better than I can of as just say to them, go home. And Use it.
0: Sure. It's all in your control. Absolutely. That, yeah, makes, absolutely. that makes a lot of sense So that was an um, excellent podcast. Uh, Dr. Google you covered some very key points and uh, we are excited to have you back on another one That one will be coming up shortly and that's called profitability and patient satisfaction through whitening uh, You already mentioned in this current one a great method of building a practice and that is Doing the crown and bridge or the restorative of veneers or whatever you're doing and then throwing in the whitening as a uh, bonus and uh, you know the person's obviously spending quite a lot of money with the practice and then you Mm -hmm. you put that in and that's that's a practice builder right there if you have the the in-office whitening setup like you mentioned you use zoom uh, obviously that's a fast acting system it won't kill you on chair time to offer that no no yeah
1: and you know we all have an empty chair at some point and we have staff so our staff will do most of that i will go in and see the patient I will see them during the procedure but I'm doing another procedure during that right and if I'm giving it as a gift if I and I do that a lot giving it as a as a benefit after I do another procedure it's also not costing me much money or time uh, and I've got a very happy patient who will and I'm gonna tell you will refer me a lot of patients so maybe the next time we talk we'll cover that a little more
0: yeah definitely definitely well thank you very much dr. Google and uh, we appreciate your time on this podcast
1: All right, Phil, always good to talk to you.